powerful worship time. Hallelujah. We are continuing our, our teachings on Born of Love, part two. Hallelujah. Born of Love, part two. Praise the Lord. Born of Love, part two. Well, we are... Hallelujah. We are so excited to be bringing to you word of life. And I, I believe that this morning, if you're in Ghana and elsewhere to be afternoon, God is going to unveil to you the mystery of his word that will bring healing and deliverance unto you. Hallelujah. He said, they go from strength to strength, every one of them that appears before God in Zion. So I believe that at the end of these teachings, you are going to move in strength. You are going to move in a greater dimension of God's strength, God's power. Glory to God. Hallelujah. And I want you to invite your friends to be part of this message. And also, I want to take this opportunity to also inform you that our music video is out he reigns hallelujah we'll be having wonderful comments people are you know are so excited they're enjoying the song and if you have not yet listened to the song please go to youtube and watch it listen to it and put comments hallelujah and as i'm talking we have another song that is underway is halfway done very powerful it's going to be a blessing to mankind hallelujah anyway we'll talk more about that at the end of our teachings but let's go to first john chapter 5 first john chapter 5 hallelujah holy spirit take over in jesus name first john chapter 5 whosoever believeth that jesus is the Christ is born of God. Hallelujah. Whosoever believeth that Jesus is the Christ is born of God. Is born of God. Whosoever believeth. Whosoever believeth. And the, the, the next part of the scripture says that and everyone that loveth him that is born of love him also that is begotten of him. Now, everyone that loved him, that begetted love, that's I can just put it, him also that is begotten of him. Now, this is a very powerful uh, uh, verse that I would like you to meditate and stay here for a while till this verse of scripture is absolutely and completely saturated. It has saturated your spirit, your soul, and your body. He says that whosoever believes that Jesus is the Christ is born of God. Hallelujah. Last Sunday, we established the fact that you can't claim you have a God if you have not made Jesus your Lord and Savior. 
And most people are going around talking about, you know, I'm serving this God, I am serving that God, I am serving... Listen carefully. If you have not made Jesus your Lord and Savior, you don't have God. You don't have a God. In fact, you don't know God. You are worshipping a demonic spirit. Let me put it that way. And I mean no harm to anybody, but if you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, then you don't know God. You don't have God. If you don't believe that Jesus Christ is the Lord, then you don't have God. You are not born of God yet. Other, other form of faith, other form of religion, they'll claim that we are all seven. We are not all seven. There is only one God. And for you to know him, we call him our father. His name is Jesus Christ of Nazareth. When you receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, then you can say you know the Father. Then you can say you have God. Then you can say God is my Father. Hallelujah. So to those of us who have made Jesus Christ our Lord and Savior, we can say we have a God, we have a Father. If you are watching right now and you have made Jesus your Lord and Savior, then you can boldly say, I have a God. I have a Father. But if you haven't made Jesus your Lord and Savior, then you will need you. You have to receive Him right now. And as you receive Him, God will become your Father also. Hallelujah. God is no longer a judge to me. He is a Father to me, caring for me, loving me, and helping me fulfill my destiny here on earth. And I believe that is your portion in Jesus' name. Praise the Lord. So, whosoever believeth that Jesus is the Christ is born of God. And the scripture says that everyone that loveth him, that begotten love, him also that is begotten of him. So, whosoever loveth him that is born of love, that is Christ. Who is born of love? Christ. Christ is God's love for mankind. Christ is God's love for this world. The scripture says in John 3:16, God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. So Christ is the Father's love for this world. Christ is the Father's love for everyone in this world. But you see, for you to receive the Father's love, you have to receive Christ. When you receive Christ, and you make Jesus Christ your Lord and Savior, when you receive Christ into your heart, then you can say you are born of love. You can say you are what? Born of love. You can say God is your father. You can say God is your father. You can say God, you are no longer, God is no longer a judge. God is no longer angry with you, but he is a loving, caring father to you and to me and to all those that will make Jesus Christ their Lord and Savior. Hallelujah. I'm so excited. I'm not afraid of God. In fact, I, I, I approach him confidently and boldly. And I'm able to share and pour my heart to him. I'm able to communicate to him as a man will communicate with his friend. It's so wonderful. It's so wonderful to, to know God as a father. It's so wonderful to know God as a what? As a father. You can only come to know God as a father when you believe that Christ is the love, is the father's love for this world. 
And when you receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior, then you are able to approach God as your Father. Praise the Lord. Now, verse 2 says that, 1 John chapter 5, verse 2, By this we know that we love the, we know that we love the children of God, when we love God and keep His commandments. For this is the love of God, that we keep His commandments, and His commandments are not grievous. This is the part that I love so much. Now, in the New Testament, most Christians still don't believe this. They think that the commandments of God are so difficult. It's so difficult. It's so hard to obey God. It is not. It is not. The scripture says the commandments of God are not grievous. They are not difficult. The commandments of God are not difficult. And the goodness is that in the New Testament, you and I, we have been given the grace and the capacity and the ability to obey the commandments of God. Under the old covenant, that grace was not given to them. That opportunity was not given to them. But yet, they did their best. They were able to, to, to do whatever they could and God blessed them. And the commandment given to them in the old covenant Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your strength, with all your might. Love your neighbor as yourself. These were the commandments given to them. Then the other ones were all auxiliary commandments. But the major, the two major commandments in the Old Testament was loving God with all your strength, with all your heart, with everything within you. And then loving your neighbor as yourself. Then it came to the New Testament. And Jesus said, a new commandment I give you. That you love one another as I have loved you. You see that? As I have. So he came to demonstrate the love of the Father to us. He came to show us what it means to love the Father. Praise the Lord. He came to do what? He came to show us what it, mean, it means to love the Father. Jesus came to demonstrate the Father's love to us. He did it in such a way that it, it confused the Pharisees. The Pharisees were confused. They, they, they didn't know what to do about Jesus. They were so angry with him. They, they said, if this man, I mean, can you imagine? They said, if this man was a prophet, he would not even eat with these people. If this man was truly from God, remember the woman who was who poured the ointment upon Jesus and was wiping it with her tears. Simon said, if Jesus, if this man was truly a prophet, he would have known what type of woman was doing this to him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But, but listen carefully. Jesus in that uh, 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 teachings in that in that uh, statement I'm, I'm, I just made was showing the Father's love. He was doing what he was showing the Father's love. He was demonstrating the Father's love. Praise the Lord. What was Jesus doing? Jesus was demonstrating the Father's love. So, so Jesus came to set us in this path. You know, Jesus concluded that by saying that this woman, because her sins are many, are forgiven her because she loves what? Much. Because she loves much. So, the scripture says the commandments of God are not grievous. Why? Because Jesus demonstrated that for us. 
He set an example for us. And not only that, he now poured that love into our spirit man. Now I want you to take this home. Your spirit man is born of love, is created in love, made of love, crowned with love. Your spirit man, the ratio, is made of love, born of love, love, created of love, crowned with love. If any man be in Christ Jesus, is a new creation. All things are passed away. The new creation that we are talking about is the creation of love. Is the creation of what? Love. That is what Romans 5.5 5, Hope maketh not ashamed. Why? Because God because what? The love of God is poured abroad into our heart. Is poured into our heart. Is poured into our heart. The new creation that we are talking about is the creation of love. Is the creation of what? Love. The scripture say, in this God demonstrated his love. <clears throat> it says, whilst we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. You see that? In this God demonstrated his love. Whilst we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. So we are born of love. We are God's love in action. We are God's love manifesting here on earth. We are God's love in action. Praise the Lord. Now, let's, let's see this. So understand that the commandments of God are not grievous, meaning that walking in love is not a difficult task. What are the commandments of God? The commandments of God are two. There are two commandments. You love your neighbor as Christ has loved you and you love God with all your heart. Walking in love towards one another, forgiving one another, confessing our sins to one another. And the scripture says that where there is love, there is no knowledge of what? Sin. So it is not difficult to obey this commandment. Please listen carefully. It is not difficult. God will ask you to do something that you are not capable of doing. Most people say it's difficult to forgive. Really? Difficult to forgive? It is not. If it was difficult to forgive, if it was impossible or difficult to forgive, God wouldn't have commanded us to do it. God wouldn't have what, commanded us to do it. Will it. Is it painful? Yes. But can you do it? Yes. You can, you can forgive. You can love. You can pray for those who persecute you. You can pray for their progress. You can pray for their well-being. You can pray for their healing. The commandments of God are not grievous. Now look at the next statement. And this is why I want, I want you to pay attention here. Because understanding that you are born of love will fire your faith into a greater dimension. Will take your faith into a, the supernatural dimension. Praise the Lord. Verse 4, for whatsoever is born of God overcomes the world. Whatsoever is born of God overcomes the world. Overcomes the world. So if you are born of love, then you have overcome the world. If you are born of love, then you have overcome the world. Remember that the scripture says Galatians 5, 6. It says, faith 
wicked by love. Meaning that it is your love that sends energy into your faith for action. It is your love that sends what? That sends energy into your love for action. Please write that statement down. It is your love that sends energy, that sends power, that sends strength, the anointing, the fire of God into your faith for action. The scripture says, For whatsoever is born of God overcomes the world. And this is the victory that overcomes the world, even our faith. This is the victory that overcomes the world, even our faith. Is it what overcomes the world? Your faith. How? Because of love. Your love firing your faith to overcome the world. Please write that statement down. Your love firing your faith to overcome the world. Your love causing your faith to overcome the world. Your love causing your faith to overcome that sickness. Your love causing your faith to overcome poverty. Your love causing your faith to overcome that demonic force. Your love causing your faith to produce results. Your love causing your faith to destroy all the works of the enemy against your destiny. Your love causing your faith to destroy all the works of the enemy. Hallelujah. You are born of love. Therefore, your faith is on fire. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Say with me, I am born of God. Therefore, my faith is on fire. I am born of love. And my faith is on fire. Please say it again. I am born of love. And my faith is on fire. One more time. I am born of love. And my faith is on fire. You need to understand this fundamental truth. Love is a commandment of God for us. And it is not grievous. It is not what? It is not burdensome. It is not a burden. The word grievous can also be translated burdensome. The commandments of God are not a burden. They are not a burden. You can walk in love. You can demonstrate God's love. You can love those who are not lovable. You can love those who persecute you. You can love those who despisely use you. You can love those who hate you. You can love those who criticize you. You can love those who backbite you. You can love those who do all kinds of things against you. You can love them. You have the capacity. You have the grace. You have the ability. You have the unction. You have the will. And to crown it all, you have the Holy Ghost, who is the spirit of love inside you, who will help you to demonstrate and walk in this love. And because of that, your faith will be on fire. Your faith will be so potent, it will tear down every force of hell. It will do what? It will tear down every force of hell. Glory to God. Hallelujah. For whatsoever is born of God. Just, just remove the word God there. God is a title. 
the name of our God is Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Or you can say the Father. Or Jehovah. So whatsoever is born of love overcomes the world. Overcomes what? The world. That is the system of the world. The operations of the world. The gimmicks of the world. Overcomes the world. And technically Satan is still the God of this world. So if you are born of love, demonstrating God's love, you have already overcome the devil and all his agents. In the name of Jesus Christ. In the name of Jesus Christ. Please share the message on your timeline. Hallelujah. Put this on your timeline. For whosoever is born of God overcomes the world. And this is the victory that overcomes the world, even our faith. Praise the Lord. This is what? This is the victory that overcomes the world, even our faith. Even our faith. It's so important for you to understand that the love of Christ was the raw material that was used in creating your spirit man. Hallelujah. Oh my goodness. It's so important for you to understand that the love of Christ was the raw material or was the materials used in creating you. God so loved the world. He gave his love to the world. He gave his what? His love to the world. And you are born of that love. You are born of that love. The same love that the Father showed Jesus, the Father bestowed on Christ Jesus, that same love is in you. You are born of that same love. Your spirit man is created in the love of Christ. The love of Christ is the raw materials used in, 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 in fashioning your spirit, in creating your spirit man. So that is why it is absolutely possible for us to demonstrate God's love. That it is absolutely possible for us to love the Lord with all our heart, with all our soul, with all our strength. We can do it without any difficulty. Why? Your nature and your makeup is love. Your makeup is love. Your nature is love. Your mannerism is love. Your speech is love. Your behavior is love. You are the embodiment of God's love in action. Jesus Christ, our sinner brother, showed us the way. He demonstrated it. When they caught the woman with her, in adultery, he said, the law of Moses said we should stone this woman. But what says thou? And writing on the, the psalm, he lifted up his eyes and said, any one of you would that sin be the first to cast the stone. That is the demonstration. It was God's love that rescued this woman. It was what? It was God's love that rescued this woman. It was God's love that rescued Zacchaeus. He said, Zacchaeus, this day salvation has come to your house. It was God's love that rescued Zacchaeus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It's so it is very important for you to know you are born of love inside your spirit man. Every fiber of your spirit man, everything in your spirit man is God, God's love made manifest. And that is why you and I can demonstrate that love. 
And because we are born of love, our faith will work today, will work tomorrow, and will work forever. It will work what? It will work today. It will work tomorrow and work forever. Now, one of the major obstacles that so many Christians believed if they could just have faith, everything will work out for them. If they could just have enough faith, then things will work out for them. But let me tell you this. It is not enough faith that you need. It is not enough faith that what you need. You, all you need is to understand that you are born of love. And release that love from your spirit man. And you will see the resurrection of your faith. You will see what? You will see the resurrection of your faith. We are told in Romans chapter 12. That God has given to every one of us a measure of what? Faith. Mark 11, 23, 24. Especially 22. Jesus told them, have the God kind of faith. Have the God kind of what? Faith. That faith is inside us. But the reason why this faith is shut up, the reason why this faith has been in prison, the reason why this faith cannot deliver results, the, the reason why this faith cannot go against the powers of darkness, the reason why this faith is impotent against the powers of darkness, generational curses, sicknesses and diseases, poverty and all kinds of things is because the love of Christ that we ought to have released has been buried, has not been exposed. It has not been exposed because of lack of knowledge. It has not been exposed because we were told to love Christ, but we are not told that we are born of love. We are not told that love is our nature. We are not told that we are made of love. We are not told that the material God used in making us is love. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Children who were born in a family of riches, they understand. They know their parents are rich. They know they can get whatever they want. I mean, they have no difficulties asking for anything they desire. Hallelujah. So it is the love of Christ that has been shut in our spirit man that has rendered our faith what? Impotent against the powers of darkness. It is the love of Christ that has been shut up, that has been imprisoned in our spirit man, that has made our faith impotent, rendered our faith impotent against the forces of darkness, against the powers of darkness, against sicknesses and diseases and anything that is not of God in our lives. So that is why we need to release this love by understanding this one point that we are made of love. Praise the Lord. Now, for example, let me, let me give this scenario. I believe it will help you. For example, if you are driving a car that is made of high-end materials, when you are on the highway or you get into a rough road, you are not careful so much you know the car has been built into certain standard. You know the car has been made with quality materials. So you are just relaxed going through that rough road. But if you are driving a car that you know that the materials are not high-end, they are not quality, you know, it can easily be torn apart by any 
you know, pothole or any wind. When you are in such rules, you are very careful. You are just believing and hoping that you make it, you make it, you make it, you make it. And then if you're able to make it, you thank God. You breathe in. Hallelujah. Knowing that the high-end material that God used in creating you is his love will boost your faith to go through the rough edges of life, to go through the rough roads in life without any scratch, without any doubt, without you getting weakened, without your faith being buried, without your faith being shut down, without your faith being weakened. No. Knowing that you are made of love, born of love, you are love personified. Man, we energize your faith. You will go through the rough edges of life. You will go through the valleys without knowing it. You will climb the mountains without knowing it. You will go through all the rough patches of life without feeling it. Why? Because of the love of Christ that is actively working in you. Because of what? The love of Christ that is actively working in you. Anyone that believes that Jesus is the Christ is born of God. And anyone that loved him, that is born of love, that is Christ. He said that person will be loved or that person is born of the Father. That person is born of what? Is born of the Father. As Christ is born of love, so you and I, we are also born of love. We are also born of what? We are also born of love, made of love. Remember Psalm 103. Now look at Psalm 103 under the old covenant. He said, That crowned me with your loving kindness. With your what? Loving kindness. He crowns us with his loving kindness. Praise the Lord. So this is the new nature. As a New Testament believer, this is our new nature. Your new nature is love. You are born of love and because of your knowledge of that, your faith cannot be stopped by any devil. In the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Let, let me say this. The heart of every man, the healing of every heart, the satisfaction of every heart, the longing of every heart, and the desire of all ages is the love of the Father. Is the love of what? The Father. Let me say this. The desire of all ages is the love of the Father. Love is the perfection of the Father. Love is the standard of the Father. Love is all the Father is and will ever be. Now, go, let's go to 1 Corinthians 13. Let me show you something real quick. 1 Corinthians 13. 1 Corinthians chapter 13, the chapter of love. Hallelujah. 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 9. For we know in part. I want you to underline that statement. For we know in part. That means that we know in a measure. And we prophesy in part. So our knowledge 
and the man, our manifestation of spiritual gifts, the gifts that the Holy Ghost has given us, is limited to the knowledge of our love. Is limited to the understanding of our love in Christ. Is limited to us, to the level you know and are aware that you are born of love, made of love, created of love. We know in part, and we prophesy in part. Verse 10. But when that which is perfect is come, but when that which is perfect, which one is perfect? Love. Love is the one that is perfect. Love is the one that is what? That is perfect. So when the scripture says we know in part, is because we are limited in the love of Christ. We prophesy in part because we are limited in this love. But the scripture says when that which is perfect is come. No, we are just practicing. But the ratio is when the new millennium begins. When the new millennium begins, then you have stepped, we have stepped into the fullness of God's love. We will step into the perfection, into the highest and greatest dimension of God's love. And the scripture says, listen carefully, but when that which is perfect is come, then that which is imperfect shall be done away with. That which is perfect, and that is the desire of all ages, that which is perfect, that is the heart cry of every heart, that which is perfect, that is the, the cry of every heart, every soul, is the manifestation of the love of the Father. Is what? The manifestation of the love of the Father. That is the desire of all ages. Every age wants to experience this love. Every age wants to walk in this love. It is the perfection of everything. The beauty, the beauty of everything is God's love. It's God's love. Take love out of anything and you have darkness and corruption. The scripture said that they was created perfect in beauty. He said that was created perfect in beauty. But the day his love shifted away from the father, his beauty was corrupted and he became darkness. His beauty was what? Corrupted and it became darkness. Hallelujah. The beauty of the Father is his love. That is what the scripture says you have been accepted into the beloved. And who is the beloved? Christ Jesus. We are born of the Spirit of Christ. We are created of the Spirit of Christ. And that Spirit is the Spirit of love. God has not given you the Spirit of fear but of power, of love, and of sound mind. You see that? And of sound mind. Your entire being and your, your entire spirit is made and created with the raw materials of God's love. Hallelujah. We know in part, we prophesy in part, so how much knowledge we are going to know is depending on how much love we are willing to walk in and demonstrate. And to understand that 
To understand this love, the easiest way is to believe that you are made and created in love. That you are born of this love. The love of Christ was the material use in creating you. The love of Christ was the material use in making you. That's why I said you are, he crowns us with his loving kindness. Praise the Lord. Um, verse 11, Paul said, when I was a child, I spake as a child. You see that? I understood as a child. I thought as a child. But when I became a man, I put away childish things. Now we see through a glass, darkly, but then face to face. Now I know in part, but then I shall know even as also I am known. And now abides faith, hope, and love. These three, but the greatest of this is love. The greatest of this is love. When you step into the love of the Father, when you believe that you are born of love, when you believe that you are made of love, one of the things that you begin to experience is true knowledge. You begin to experience what? True knowledge. Your spiritual gifts will be sharper and clearer than before. It will be sharper and clearer than what? Than before. You'll be able to walk in the dimension of anointing. You'll be able to walk in the dimension of God's grace that was not available to you before. We know in part, we prophesy in part, but that which is perfect, that which is perfect is the love of Christ. Is the love. That is why none of us can preach the full perfect of Jesus. We are all preaching in part. I am preaching a part of Christ right now. Somebody somewhere is also preaching the part of Christ. We are all preaching in part, but a time is coming. A time is coming. When we step into this fullness of God's love, we will see everything clearly. We will see everything what clearly. We will come to full knowledge of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. But right now, we can experience an increase in knowledge. We can experience an increase in spiritual gifts. By what? By walking in the love of Christ. And how do you do, do that? The simplest way to walk in this love is to believe that you are born of love. You are made of love. You are God's love in action. You are what? You are God's love in action. When you do that, it will fire your faith. Your faith will become potent, will be a force that no power from the pit of hell can resist. Whosoever is born of God overcomes the world. To be born of God is to be born of love. It's not just being born again. Being born again is just an initial stage. But you enter into this baptism of love. You enter into this love dimension that makes your faith dangerous to every power of darkness. That is why it is a commandment given to us. That's why it is a what? It is a commandment given to us. And this commandment is not grievous. It is not grievous. Walking in love is not a burden. It's not a burden. If you understand that you are created in God's love, you are born of God's love, is so much easy. Do you struggle to, to speak your natural language? Do you struggle to live your culture? Some of us are, in fact, I never thought I would be able to abandon my culture. 
Because that was agree, agree up in it and understood everything. I so much enjoyed until I met Jesus Christ. And then I left it. I realized that it did not help me in any way, in any form. Hallelujah. You see, wherever, in a town, in a city, in a country, in a place that you were born, you naturally adapt. You not that you adapt. You naturally leave the culture of that place. It, it is your natural way of life. So I believe so strongly that it is time as believers, it is time we start telling believers that they are born of love. So that love will become a natural lifestyle for them. Love will become a what? A natural lifestyle. If we don't emphasize on this truth, then we are going to go back to the law by forcing them to love the Lord, forcing them to walk in love. And let me tell you, whatever is not of the spirit. Whatever is not of faith is sin. Now, there are two scriptures. One is in Romans 14. One is in uh, John 16. John 6, John 6 says that, he said, the flesh profited what? Nothing. It is the spirit that gives life. You see that? So, if we are not, if love is not flowing from our spirit, and we have been forced to do it. Our faith will not produce results. Romans 14, the last chapter, whatever is, the last verse, whatever is not of faith is sin. Can you imagine that? And he wasn't talking to unbelievers. He was talking to believers. Whatever is not of faith is sin. So, how do we walk in the spirit? I've, said, I've shared this many times. When the scripture says walk in the spirit, he simply says walk in love. Walk in love. Just like if you were born in a certain part in Ghana, you naturally walk and live that culture. Now you are born again. You are a believer. You are a Christian. But understand this truth. You are born of love. You are created in love. You are made in love. You are born of God's love. God's love is your nature. God's love is your culture. God's love is your behavior. God's love is your character. God's love is your language. God's love is your speech. God's love is your dreams and your visions. God's love is your purpose. God's love is your heart desire. You, you have to understand this fundamental truth. You have to understand this. This is the reason why. That is why we are busy Chasing the devil left and right, binding and rebuking, casting down. And do, look, so many Christians don't want to be honest with you. They are tired. They are what? They are tired. They have prayed. They have fasted. They have given. They have sacrificed. They have done everything they know to do. Yet, they are not still breaking through. They are not making any head. They are tired. But just because the scripture says that, we walk by faith and not by sight. You know, when they ask, yes, I know God will do it. I know I am blessed. I know everything is fine. But inside them, they know. They don't know what else to do. The reason is that they haven't come into the fullness of his love. They haven't come to what? Into the fullness of his love. Listen carefully. Galatians 5, 6. It's a faith working by love. When your entire being, when the man inside you comes to the fullness of God's love, he is able to release faith 
into action. What, what, uh, love is the fulfillment of the covenant. Love is what? Love is the fulfillment of the covenant. Love is the fulfillment of the covenant. Love is the fulfillment of the covenant. So there's no, there's no other way. Look, it is the first. It is the beginning. It is the foundation. The scripture says in Psalms 11 verse 3, if the foundation be destroyed, what can the righteous do? Love is the foundation of the believer. It is the beginning life of the believer. It is the lifestyle. It is everything a believer has to be. Love is that thing. So that is why it's so important for you to catch the spirit of love. It's so important for you to receive it, to, to grow in it, to be baptized in God's love. Hallelujah. Now, we are here in America, but we are not born in America here. You know, recently I'm talking with my daughters and then I will pronounce a word and then they will tell me that, no, 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 it is not pronounced this way. And they will pronounce it in the American way for me. <laughs> he said, no, daddy, no, that is not how to pronounce that word. And they will pronounce it the American way. Why? Because they are born here. They are born here. They hear, they, I mean, they, they, they are grown up here. They know everything. They, they speak like Americans. I mean, I can speak like an American, no matter how much I try it. Hallelujah. So as a believer, you, you look, you see, it is common sense, common sense, common sense, but it is not common. No. Common sense is not always common. Can I figure say something? You see, on his dying bed, at age 70, when the daughter's told him they was going to die, he won't make it. He said, well, the few time I have, I'm going to study the Bible. And he figured out by looking at the content, he said, New Old Testament and New Testament. And he said, well, this one is old. I don't have much time. I can't waste my time on something that is old. Let me study what? The new covenant. The one that is new. Let me spend my, because I have limited time. So let me spend my time on the what? On the new covenant. And then he started reading the book of Mark. They came to Mark 11, 23, 24. And that is how he got his healing. He said, he, he, he told himself, I, I don't have much time to live. So why waste time reading all these things? That is old. Let me read the ones that is new. Hallelujah. As a believer, let me tell you something. To really begin your spiritual life, to grow yourself in the things of God, to become mature, to become spiritually mature, to be for your faith to produce results. Eh? Spend time in understanding God's love. Spend time in what? In understanding God's love. Spend time. It is the first thing. First thing first. First thing first. When they ask Jesus under the law, what was the great commandment under the law? He said, Thou shalt love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind. The second is love your neighbor as yourself. He said, This hang all the prophets. He said, Everything that Moses and the rest were trying to tell the children of Israel was these two statements. Was what? These two. So, if under the law, this was the main thing. And under the New Testament, it is the main, it is the major thing. Wouldn't it be wise? Wouldn't it? It will be wise for you and I to spend time understanding this one thing, this one thing, this one thing. Because if you understand this one thing, all other things will work for you. All other things will do what? Will work for you. If you understand that you are born of love, made of love, let me tell you, 
your faith will work. You will work. You will walk in kindness. You will walk in meekness. You will walk in temperance. You will walk in in patience. I mean, all the virtues of the spirit, all the virtues of grace will work in your life. It will do what? It will work in your life. It will work in your life. So if there's any, if you if you have if you have to spend time in the word of God, spend time understanding His love. Spend time understanding that you are born of love. Spend time in that. Spend time. Look, if I was you, I would spend time in First Corinthians 13, more than any other chapter in the Bible. I would spend time in First John. First John chapter 1, First John chapter 2, First John chapter 3, First John chapter 4. Those are passages of love. Those are what passages of love. I will spend time with my concordance. Get all the scriptures that talks about God's love. That talks about me loving God. That talks about God loving me. I will spend time in that area. When you get this one thing, that is it. That is it. Any other thing will fall in line. When you get this one thing, any other thing will fall in love. No witch is strong enough to resist your faith when you're walking in love. No power from the pit of hell will be strong enough to resist your faith when you're walking in love. No situation will be strong enough to break you when you're walking in love. Hallelujah. Nothing will be strong enough to stop you. It's when you love the brethren. There is no occasion for you to stumble. You can't fall. You can't fail walking in love. It, it begins with this understanding that you are born of love. You are what? Born of love. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So this is where you should spend most of your time. Yes, it is. Look. Reading every part of the Bible is important. Don't get me don't don't get me wrong. Reading from Genesis all the way to Malachi to Revelation is all important. But let me tell you, what will push you and make you more spiritual and cause your faith to deliver results and cause your faith to work like fire is understanding this love that the Father put in your spirit. Understanding this love that the Father put in your spirit. Understanding this love. That he said he has not given you the spirit of fear. But of power. Of love. And of a sound mind. And of a sound mind. Do you see that? That's what he has given you. You are born of love. Made of love. Made of love. Jesus told Martha. He said one thing is needful. And Mary has chosen it. One thing is needful. So as a believer, let me conclude this way. One thing is needful as believers, understanding that we are born of love and that our nature is love. Our behavior is love. Our mannerism is love. Everything about us is love. When we understand that, then that becomes our culture. Love becomes what? Our culture. Love becomes what? Our culture. And let me tell you, it is difficult for men to let go of their culture. No matter what the situation is. It's difficult. They have to experience a superior culture in order to let them go of that one. And that is what Jesus did for you and I. He brought in the culture of love. 
so that we can abandon all this lifeless culture that we are practicing. You know, some people say, you know, it is in our culture to do this. It's in our culture that women, it is in our culture that man, it is in our culture. Men, the only culture that is sensible, that every man must follow and abide in that culture forever, is the love of the Father. Is the love of what? The Father. Is the love of the Father. That is the only culture that is given to us. So let's go back to First Peter, uh, First John. First John chapter five. Hallelujah. First John chapter five. He says, "Whosoever believeth that Jesus is the Christ is born of God, and everyone that loveth Him, that begetteth loveth Him also that is begotten of Him." So whosoever loved him that is begotten of love is also born of him. Is also born of him. Is also born of him. So if you love Christ Jesus, you are also born of love. Hallelujah. That's the essence of today's message. If you love Christ Jesus, you are what? You are also born of love. And then when we read First Peter, when we uh, last week we saw First Peter chapter four verse eight. It said, "Love covers multitudes of what sin." He said, "Because we are born of love, and love becomes our culture, there will be no space for sin. There will be no space for what? There will be no space for sin. Not only that, there will be no knowledge of sin. Please." Try to listen to last Sunday, Sunday's message. It will help you to understand today's message. If love becomes your culture, if love becomes the way of life in your house, your house will lack the knowledge of sin. Your house will lack the will to sin. Did you get that? If love becomes your culture, your house will lack the knowledge of sin. It will lack the will to sin. It will lack the will to sin. That is the truth. You are born of God. Believe that with all your heart. Believe that. You are born of love. You are born of the Father's love. You are born of the Father's love. You are not born of your natural parents as you think. But you are born of the Father's love. Whatsoever is born of God overcomes the world. Born of God means you are born of love. You are born of love. And because of that, your faith will not fail you. Your faith will not disappoint you. Your faith will deliver results. Hallelujah. Your faith will do what? Your faith will deliver results. Your faith will deliver results. Your faith will deliver results. Don't be caught up with what is happening right now. And let me say this to you. Now, as you start to understand this, as you start to understand that you are born of love, don't be bothered too much now when you are not able to even see it happen. Because everything requires practice and constant mental renewal. So you have to renew your mind with this truth and practice this truth. You renew your mind and you practice it. And before you know, it will become a way of life for you. No devil will resist you. No devil will stop you. In the name of Jesus Christ. I pray for you today 
that with this understanding, that chain that was holding you is broken and destroyed in Jesus' name. That power that was tormenting you every day, making you feel sad, making you always downcast, that force is broken and destroyed in the name of Jesus Christ. You know, there are some people, it, it just they can just sit down and then cook a lie. They will just sit down and receive a lie from the devil that nobody loves them. Nobody cares about them. And the next three weeks, they will be in this self-pity. They will be in the party of self-pity. They will be so moody. Nobody can talk to them. Nobody can reach them. Nobody can do this. It's a lie. It's a lie. You are born of love. The Father loves you passionately. Jesus loves you passionately. The Holy Spirit loves you passionately. But it is not left with you to, uh, to also receive it and believe that you are born of love. When you believe that you are born of love, you will, you, no devil can lie to you. Anxiety will be over. Let, let me say this. Anxieties, worries, all this self-pity, all these things that goes in within us, they are all indication that we are not yet made matured in the love of Christ. That is in us. We are not yet growing in love. We are not yet growing what? In love. So you, you can't be looking happy today, tomorrow you are down. So your countenance is like this, up and down. No, that is not that is indication that you are not yet matured in love. When you are matured in love, when love becomes your nature, when love becomes your way of life, remember the book of Proverbs. It says, a cheerful countenance doeth good like medicine. A cheerful countenance is medicine to the soul. So what the devil has been doing is to give some of you a sad countenance. And you think that it is you. You think that it is you feeling it. You know, this, I'm just feel, I'm, I don't just feel, I don't just, I used to do that too. <laughs> I used to do that in a greater dimension. In fact, my own was worse. Until I began to understand this is the enemy plaguing me. And I began to deliver myself with the love of Christ, with the confession of God's love. And by the grace of God, I'm able to maintain a consistent countenance, a cheerful, consistent countenance. And the scripture says it is medicine to your soul. It is what? Medicine to your soul. This is an acid test for you. This is what? This is an acid test for you. Each time you see your countenance sad, check your love walk. The enemy is tricking you. He wants to take you out of your love walk to give you a sad countenance for that day. And everybody in the house must be, will be run away. I mean, I used to do that. I'm just confessing. I'm just telling you how God has helped me, how the word of God has helped me to come out of that demonic trap. Lord, don't let the devil trap you. You are born of love. And wherever there is love, there is no knowledge of sin. Wherever there is love, there is no will to sin. For love covers multitude of sin. Love covers what? Multitudes of sin. Please understand this. You are born of love. It is your nature. It is your nature. So look, because you are born of love and this love is within you. Now listen carefully. Whatever is within you shows on your face. Your face is a picture of your heart. Your face is a picture of what? Your heart. It doesn't. I'm not. I'm not saying go around laughing like a jackass or laughing like a madman. No, that's not what I'm saying. 
But you are just yourself. You are just of a healthy countenance. You are just of a cheerful countenance. Hallelujah. You are just of a what? A cheerful countenance. And your spirit is free. Your spirit is not hindered. There's a consistent flow of grace within you. A consistent flow of peace. A consistent flow of joy. A consistent flow of patience. A consistent flow of all the fruits of the spirit within you. All of that will show in your face. It will show in your face. Hallelujah. So check yourself. This is how to check yourself. Each time you see your countenance not lining up with the word of God, know the enemy wants to take you out of the love walk. But as you begin to understand, I am born of love. I am born of love. My culture is love. I must live love. I must speak love. I must demonstrate love. As you start doing that, you start seeing your countenance lining up with your the man inside you. Hallelujah. Well, I believe God that this short exhortation has blessed you. It has brought transformation to you. It has brought healing to you. Please, I want you to share these messages to all your friends. Share it on your timeline. Share it to all your friends. Look, I know it is long. You know, but some of some of us, some of you can sit down three, four hours and watch Nigeria movie as it's a stretch. This is an hour plus. This is life. This is what will transform you. This is what will bring liberty to you, deliverance to you. When you do this, you deal with demons easily. You check the devil out of your life easily. Hallelujah. So please share the word of God in Jesus' name. And also, if you have not started sharing our music, hallelujah, our music video, please do that. Share it on your WhatsApp. Share it on Messenger. Share it on Facebook. Share it which any, pla any platform that is available that you are in. Please share it for us. Hallelujah. We are getting so much comments. I mean, so many men of God have been blessed. And we are hearing testimonies of others that have been blessed by this song. And like I said, there's another one that is on the way. Very powerful. We'll be releasing it very soon. Hallelujah. God bless you and keep you. The Lord cause his face to shine upon you. And please, if you have not yet subscribed to our YouTube channel, our music YouTube channel, please do that. Hallelujah. And you can also have watch these messages on YouTube in Jesus' precious name. Hallelujah. Let me provide your communal elements. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, I provide the communal elements right now. They are the flesh and the, the flesh and the blood of Jesus Christ for our health, for our deliverance, for our healing, for our well-being in Jesus' name. Those elements are blessed and sanctified in Jesus' precious name. Hallelujah. Let's go forward and spread the word. Jesus Christ reigns forever. Thank you for joining us. I decree this week the most glorious, prosperous week of your life in the name of Jesus Christ. You will encounter great favor. The face of God will shine upon you. The glory of God will shine upon you. The love of God within you will explode like an atomic bomb affecting everyone in your family affecting everyone around you affecting you wherever you go it will affect men and women around you in jesus name go forth understanding that you are born in love walk in love speak love behave love that is who you are in jesus name peace shalom